0: Good Thursday morning, everybody. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right in to the most important news and notes you need to know from in and around college athletics. The Athletics' Bruce Feldman confirms the Pac-12 CEO group is set to meet today with a focus on November 7th as a return to the gridiron. Notably, quote, people with knowledge of the discussions say officials have talked about the possibility of a six-game season with five divisional games and one crossover game, then a conference championship game. The LA Times' has Ben Bulch quote, have been told that everyone expected to play football for UCLA this season is on campus and they're just waiting for the green light to go from 12 hours to 20 hours of workouts and start practices 30 days before the opener. American Athletic Conference Commissioner Mike Oresco on the large number of game cancellations and postponements, quote, We anticipated losing some games, we anticipated disruption, but what it really suggests is that the system is working because we are very prudent in terms of whether we play or not. If we decide it's not safe to play, we won't. I still have confidence that we can play a representative season. This is not something unexpected. We deal with it week in week and make the best decision. Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith is in discussion with the university for a loan to cover the Buckeyes' cash gap this fiscal year, saying, quote, I'm going to battle for it not to be an interest-bearing loan. It should be interest-free. We're going to do our best to develop a long-range plan. Smith says outside lenders have not been approached, as he is comfortable working with our CFO in the university. More on the Buckeyes budget adjustments as 48 members of the athletic training staff and strength and conditioning staff will have a five-day intermittent furlough to be completed between October 6th and June 30th of 2021. 213 staff members are assigned to a 10-day intermittent furlough to be completed between October 6th and June 30th. 84 staff members will go on a 60-day continuous furlough or redeployment from October 9th through December 31st. 47 contracted staff members will be asked to take a voluntary 5% salary reduction between October 1st and June 30th. A permanent reduction in workforce will eliminate 25 full-time athletics positions. From the Athletic Scott Dotserman, quote: Iowa State Athletic Director Jamie Pollard told the State Board of Regents when a Big 12 team can't shoot up, it's a $4 million hit to the league in television revenue. Pollard projects ISU to receive about $30 million from Big 12 coppers rather than north of $40 million on an annual basis. UTEP will furlough all employees, Head men's basketball coach Rodney Terry and head football coach Dana Demel will take pay cuts and the department has eliminated or left several unfilled positions due to revenue shortfalls from COVID-19. Since COVID-19 and the postponement of the fall football season was directly cited by Iowa Athletic Director Gary Barta when four sports were eliminated last month, Sports Illustrated's Pat Forty and many of the affected student-athletes and their families now question if cutting sports is necessary given that Big Ten football is back. Barta responds, quote, Will the announcement of football change the decisions we made? No. The short answer is no. Maybe our deficit will go from $75 million to $60 million. The deficit we will take on this year, I hate to use the word catastrophic, but it really is catastrophic. Unfortunately, that's still going to be the case. 40's sticking point is that the Hawkeyes should have blamed the pandemic, not the Big Ten office. Between September 15th and 21st, Michigan State had 30 student athletes test positive for COVID-19 out of 369 tests. Among 41 staff tested, two yielded positives. The Spartans have now conducted at least 1,947 tests on athletes since the beginning of June with 123 total positives. More than 374 tests have been completed by staff since mid-June with eight positives. William & Mary President Catherine wrote in response to the similarities between Stanford and William & Mary's letters announcing eliminated sports, quote, The open letter announcing these decisions did not rise to William & Mary standards as Athletics Director Samantha Hughes has shared, and this was a mistake. Despite good intentions, in part because of the effort to seek best models for sharing difficult decisions, the communications process ultimately broke down. Many of the athletic departments that have eliminated sports share freely with one another in an effort to use best practices and approaches and learn from each iteration. The main purpose of consultation was to ensure the utmost clarity and compassion in communicating very distressing news. That said, words representing William & Mary should come from William & Mary. As president, I am accountable for the review process that should have ensured this. As the leader of our learning and research community, it is my responsibility to make certain this situation does not occur again. I want to underscore Director Hughes' earlier statement affirming integrity as paramount for the success of the university as a whole and athletics specifically. I have expressed to Director Huge that her top priority for athletics going forward needs to be restoring trust. Longtime former VP of Strategic Initiatives and Assistant to the President Jim Golden will help guide strategic communications for athletics in the near term. Western Michigan will close the Gable Natatorium as part of the school's $76 million budget cut for this academic year, citing the repair and maintenance needs as making it not feasible to reopen the pool. Additionally, the Lawson Ice Arena, previously managed by Auxiliary Enterprises, will now fall under the supervision of the Athletic Department. And that is all for your D1TN5 for Thursday morning, September 24th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. If you are not currently subscribed to D1TN5, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. My name is Anthony Grazzi, and we'll see you this afternoon.